today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Late last week, we talked to the Minister of Health and uh, about a leaked document uh, that uh, was surfacing at Queen's Park. Uh, we were told the, these were revisions to, well, the way health care is delivered here in the province of Ontario. So uh, we, we got Christine Elliott on the phone, the health minister, of course, and she says, no, 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 nothing to see here. This is fine. This is, this is okay. It's just a very, very early draft, and there's going to be a lot more communication and a lot more public consultation, yada, 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 yada. Well, we're told that uh, later on this morning the NDP are going to release more what they consider to be confidential documents uh, that uh, point what they say, a privatization of the health care system. Um, not so sure what's going to be contained in these things, but obviously where there's smoke, there's fire. At least that's what uh, the NDP seems to be saying anyway. Joining us to talk about this is uh, Richard Brennan, who, of course, a uh, retired journalist now, but who covered Queen's Park for many, many years, and uh, Parliament Hill for that matter as well. Uh, Richard, thanks so much for the time. Good to have you with us today. Hey, uh, how many times did this happen? I mean, as you're covering Queen's Park there, somebody delivers a, a, a plain manila envelope and says, hey, guess what's in here? Uh, well, a very deep throat-ish, isn't it? Oh, I, I tell you, I can't tell you. I think I tweeted this the other day. I can't tell you the number of times that I was leaked uh, brown envelopes that exposed what the government was trying to do behind the scenes. And to a minister, it was always... Oh, this is just an early draft. You know, this doesn't really mean anything, or et cetera, et cetera. And then you know, uh, you know, at that point that they're scrambling. Yeah. And that's what's happened here. Is that he? You know, that there there is a lot of um, push in the background with this uh, with the uh, Tory party with respect to trying to get get uh, more. Of the private sector involved in public, uh, you know, in our healthcare system, there's no question about that. Well, uh, the minister denied it, of course, uh, when I had her on the program on Friday. He has nothing to see here. That seemed to be the the mantra. Uh, and clearly, uh, as as I'm sure you've experienced too, uh, it was pretty obvious to me about two minutes into the interview that she had her talking points down pat. Oh, absolutely. Well, you, you know, there's something in. It. I mean, this was this was this was a very detailed. Um, you know, a briefing and, 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 and well, I, I'd call it, you know, the makings of legislation, quite frankly. And, you know, just by, you just have to read it to know that they're, they're serious about having the private sector deliver more of our health care. Mind you, it's already done. The Shouldice Clinic is privately run, but, you know, publicly funded. And that's what they're talking about here. They're not talking about a two-tier uh, not at this point yet, anyway. A two-tier system. Well, it's uh, I, again. You have to I'm question motivation and what's going on here too. And 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 you know the NDP obviously have their motivations for this. The government has their motivation on this. And there's there's really a philosophical war of words going on here, isn't there? Well, there's a philosophical, but there's also there's also a war going on that we're not even seeing, and that's with the bureaucracy. Somebody within the bureaucracy gave that to the NDP, and and you, you know that they're trying to you know stir the pot and let the public know what uh, what uh, you know what some of the things this government is looking at. How often does that happen? Uh, I mean, these these are these are civil servants, and 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 let's face it, probably a lot of them have been there for quite a long time now. I mean, you know, the liberals were in power for what sixteen years, something like that. Now, yeah. I'm not suggesting that they're all liberals in there, but but obviously, you know, they may not be elected officials, but at the same time, they have ideas how they think the ministry should be run. 
Oh, absolutely. And believe me, there's liberal people. Uh, I call them liberal spies uh, in, in, in the uh, uh, bureaucracy who got jobs just before the whole thing fell, fell through for the liberals. And they moved over from the political side to the bureaucratic side. So there are, <clears throat> there are people, excuse me, there who really, you know, believe that what this government is doing is not right. And I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I'm just saying what they're what they believe. And it's interesting to see that this is kind of the game within the game, isn't it? Uh, and because uh, we, we've seen this happen. I mean, it doesn't matter who's in the corner office at Queen's Park, whether it's a liberal NDP or a conservative. Uh, it seems as if there's always an ongoing battle, or at least seemingly there is, uh, about, you know, do we have staff in line here? And and we've seen way too many examples, of course, over the last number of years where the answer is no, they don't. Uh, we've got rogue staff members that seem to be doing things on their own, and that seems to be another situation What happened on Thursday. Well, well, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's, you know, these people, there are people in the bureaucracy that certainly have an affiliation with one party or, or another. I mean... We have a very good bureaucracy. Uh, I'll complain about them all the time, but really, the, the truth is that we have a very good, good civil service or public service in Ontario. But that doesn't mean there aren't outliers there who are willing to, you know, show up the government for for what it is. And if I just for a moment, if I was an editorial cartoonist in the newspaper, I, what I'd be doing right now is drawing a picture of Queens Park with <clears throat> trial balloons floating all over Queen's Park. A lot of this stuff is just that. The business with respect to all-day kindergarten. Or kindergarten, you know what? And all this, you know, that came out of nowhere. And they, and they say, you know, they drop, they kind of dropped a hint that they're going to do this. And all of a sudden, they, they say, oh, no, we're not. We listened. And everybody claps and says, hooray for, you know, hooray for the Ford government. They're listening. And that was the same thing with uh, with respect to the uh, the green belt. Uh, you know, all of a sudden, you know, they're saying that, oh yes, we've heard people, and we're not doing this. There's no way we're going to do that. So a lot of this is just testing the waters, and and they find that it just you know it's just unpalatable for whatever reason, and they they look like the heroes for the day. But they, like you say, there's a strategy to this. And do, do they factor in just how much pushback they're going to get on this and figure, okay, if this, if this goes on for more than two or three days, maybe maybe this was a bad idea. If we don't hear a whole lot of anything, yeah, well, maybe we'll just run with it. Well, I, absolutely. It's it's all testing water because they're trying, you know, they're trying to get billions, of, trying to get billion dollars, billions of dollars out of the system. So they're they're looking for any way they can do it. So they'll test the waters and see well. You know, there's a billion dollars for all day, uh, <clears throat> all day kindergarten. So maybe, maybe that'll fly. And then they test it and say, well, <clears throat> you know what? I don't think so. And the same with the green belt. And uh, this, I mean, this could be. I mean, I, I don't believe the government <laughs> le- leaked this, but I believe that this has a lot to do with just testing the waters with respect to, you know, is is the public at this point prepared to allow the private sector more access to our health care system. 
Which is not a, a new idea. I mean, this has been kicked around for the longest time. And, and as you say, uh, anybody who thinks that this is just a totally public system to begin with is, is you know, looking at it rather narrowly because there are some some private individuals that oh, are involved in this. And as you say, them. clinics, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, and some of them are actually getting OHIP funding. So it's, it's, almost, it's not quite a hybrid, but, I mean, we're going down that direction. But this is, again, this philosophical difference that the NDP will always want everything to be government-owned. And the, the conservative mantra seems to be, no, let the private sector do it. We're just going to provide core services. But I thought healthcare was one of those core services. Oh, absolutely. And this is, what, this is where they're really on thin ice. Because people in Ontario and, and right across Canada value the universal health care system. And, and they know that it's not all public, you know, it's publicly funded, but it's not all, you know, it's not all publicly provided. But when you start messing with health care, they, you know, you're really treading on thin ice because that's something that Canadians take very seriously. Well, and it's easy to, to start, I guess, getting the monsters out here in front of the closet, too, and say, you know what they're going to do? They're going to start closing hospitals. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. Because uh, we saw examples of that not too many years ago. And uh, it's, it's easy, I guess, to dig up those things again and, and start to scare the daylights out of people. Well, and I mean... And rightly so. There, I forget how many. I mean, I wrote about it at the time, but my memory's not what it was. Uh, but you know, they closed hospitals right across the, that. Then, then Harris government closed hospitals right across the province, including right down the road in Brantford, they closed in St. Joe's. Yep. And uh, you know, people in Brantford will. There's a lot of people in Brantford that will never forgive them for that. And now they're they're really reaping not the benefits, but the contrary uh, to that. Now with what let's say one hospital in Brantford and it's just so overcrowded it's unbelievable. Well, and, and again, when I had this conversation with uh, with Minister Elliott on Friday, and, and she seemed to iterate at that time that look at this is as you've talked about just as a very early draft of this. Uh, there's a lot of detail in here. I mean, to the point where they've actually pretty much decided from the document that we saw anyway, they're going to blow up about five or six different agencies and replace them with this what they call a super board. Oh, and I, well, I think that that's that leaked out before, even yeah. before this was leaked. There, uh, there will be a lot of people that uh, you know in the system that is are familiar and work in the healthcare system that will not shed a tear over the lens being uh, you know dealt with because it really became just a it became a a holding pattern for a lot, honest God, they did, and, and anybody knows this, the system, this is absolutely true, a holding pattern for a, a lot of liberal liberals, uh, supporters and operatives. Well, and I, I served on the District Health Council, which was the forerunner of that, and then it kind of blended into the lens. And, and the, their mantra always was, well, you know, this is, this is a local voice in health care delivery. Uh, and I suppose on a theoretical level, that kind of makes a little bit of sense. But, you know, there's, there was just story after story about inefficiency and cost overruns with just about all of them. Yep. And, and I know that anybody, you, if you know anybody who's worked in a hospital, like I say, uh, right, from, right from the top to the bottom, don't have a lot of good things to say about the lens. I'm not so sure one's super body is going to you know, do much better. Well, isn't that a, a situation where they're just going to say, okay, we're going to take out that liberal bureaucracy and replace it with our own? Yes. Basically. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Yeah. It'll be, it may be, you know, it may be uh, more encompassing somehow, but it'll, it'll be just, it'll be full of, uh, you know, uh, conservative uh, 
people who voted conservative and, and supported conservatives and have been very much involved in the conservative party. You can just bet on it, and that's the way it works. And that's and that's the game. I mean, we understand that's the way things are played. But I mean, you have to wonder about the ramifications and the cost in this, and just how much of this they've thought through. And 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 to her point that well, look, at, there's going to be a lot more consultation about this. I don't know who they consulted with to begin with, you know, because they seem to have a number of recommendations already. And you talk to different groups, and uh, whether it's a healthcare delivery or, of course, some of the other things that they've kind of shot up there as trial balloons to do with the education system. And the people that you would think would be stakeholders just saying, not didn't talk to us. I don't know where they're getting this from. Well, my question is, is this going to save money? Is this going to, is this going to get rid of uh, you know, hallway medicine? That's, that, to me, is the, the biggest and most important issue. Will it save money? Are you going to get savings and, and make it more efficient, yet better? And, you know, are people not going to be spending, you know, 38 or 36 or 48 hours in, in, a, in a hallway waiting to be, you know, waiting to be looked after? That's, that's really what I think people are concerned about and want to know. They, they, they could care less about whether it's Linz or super body or whatever the heck you might want to call it, they want to know when they go to the hospital, are they going to be looked after in a timely fashion? Well, That's the bottom line. Yeah, but it, you have to juxtapose that with what seems to be uh, one of their stated goals here is, as you say, to try to reduce the deficit and to cut spending. And I, I understand. I don't think anybody is going to suggest now you're just going to throw money at it and that's going to make the problem go away. But if this is a complex idea here and a complex problem that they're facing here. And if you want to eliminate what they call hallway medicine, that means you need more long-term care beds, more hospice care beds. I mean, there's a whole lot of uh, infrastructure that has to be built. That's going to cost money. Well, and just like you said, Bill, that's really is, that really is the important issue, and that's to build uh, long-term care. And they, that should have been done, but it hasn't. And that's what really is the choke point in, in the in the delivery of health care in the hospitals is that we have folks who should be dealt with elsewhere in nursing home or you know long term care, whatever you want to call it, and they're taking up you know active beds and I, you know this is this is I don't know why this is a surprise to anybody that the baby boomers are aging. And we're already hearing that they're, you know, they're they're really they're it's a glut, and and they're you know putting pressure on the system. Well, <laughs> you didn't see that coming, I, and it doesn't seem like anybody's really absolutely prepared to deal with this, and that means long-term care beds. Well, uh, we'll see what uh, the NDP have to say about this. They say there's some more documents they're going to release later on today. And, uh, well, we're still, what, about 10 days away from the House getting back together to, to come into some of this legislation. Then we can start dealing with things like Bill 66 and whatever this bill is going to be called, too. Uh, Richard, as always, thanks so much for this. Really appreciate the time today. Thanks, Bill. You betcha. Richard Brennan, of course, longtime uh, journalist uh, with the uh, Toronto Star covering Queen's Park and uh, obviously Parliament Hill for many, many years. And we'll see. We'll see what the uh, the government has to say. Uh, in response to the NDP leaked documents. And that's going to start a whole other conversation, of course, about who leaked it. Was it illegal? Did they hack into somebody's system? So this is this is going to get a lot more complex before it's done. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.